How do you carry all of your equipment? What bag would you prefer to use when you're going out on a home visit? I'm going to cover all that and more in this video. Let's take in hand to your primary care and learning. If this is the first time we're meeting, I'm Dr. Gandalf of EGP Learning, where I look at supporting you with technology enhanced primary care and learning. And in this video, we're going to have a look at the visit bag. Effectively, what piece of equipment you may want to keep with you when you're out and about visiting patients. As usual, make sure you click subscribe and ring the bell to be notified first of all of our content. Make sure you leave a comment. I'd love to hear what you guys think of this video. Shall we begin? Hi, GP learners. So in this video, I'm going to look at showing you the various different types of home visit bags you may want to consider when you're out and about doing the work that we do. There's lots of different types that you can consider and I have a selection here. It's not extensive, but it's the ones that I've used in practice so you can see what I think effectively. First and foremost, though, I'm going to take you back about nine years when I was a GP trainee and I was basically told I had to sort out my own visit bag because I was about to finish working at the practice. And then I found one that, to be honest, you guys all know, spoke to me a little bit, purely simply because it was called the Merlin bag. And we got it here. So this is it. As you can see, it's pretty big. Um, well padded with large central pockets and sections in the middle, as well as side pockets for things like paperwork. Lots of mini pockets in there as well. Large rubber strap, which meant it was easier to carry, but it is a little bit hefty. Um, and basically it's got pockets upon pockets upon pockets which is good um, and actually it was really helpful but it's a bit big I must admit sometimes getting into patients houses with this was a little bit of a challenge so I didn't keep this for that long and as a result this got relegated to, to not being used for quite a while until more recently it's now become the bag I use to carry all the equipment that I record these videos on for you guys which raises an interesting point actually because a lot of people nowadays will actually consider using camera bags as a visiting bag. So I have a separate camera bag that I might start using as time goes on. Well, what did I go from here? Well, once I stopped using this, I thought what bag would be more useful and effective? And actually I was a bit frustrated having paid a little bit of money for this. So I thought I'll just get a bog standard rucksack. Particularly because when I came to this practice, I actually started walking a lot more to the visit and I wanted something that was easy to carry more than anything else. Um, for those of you who don't know, I do like to have a separate piece of kit for my home visiting stuff rather than the ones that I use in practice. I know many GPs just stick with having one piece of kit. That's not what I like to do, if I'm being honest. So that's why I wanted a separate bag. And as a little bit of a childhood geek, I went off and got a high-tech bag because it was, to be honest, the cheapest one I could find. But also, it had multiple pockets. There's a theme here. You need a bag with lots of pockets. Um, and it works really well for about a year and a bit, and then it fell apart. And then I thought, well, what can I have from there on? I didn't really learn my lesson, I'm afraid. I went and got another high-tech bag. This one. Um, and this has actually lasted a lot longer. So this has lasted you know, for about four years. Um, it works really well. It's a record bag, effectively. It's got multiple pockets at the front, which I keep all my medications and drugs and stuff in. Um, it's got a large central pocket, which I keep my equipment in. And it's got this kind of record bag section at the back, which I keep all my paperwork and stuff in. Nice robust strap and a carry handle as well, which makes it much easier to carry. It's served me really well for the past few years. It is, I must admit, coming towards the end of its time. Um, downside of being a fabric bag is that they eventually do start to give and they can break as a result of that. So I anticipate I'll probably be changing shortly. What will I change to? Well, being a trainer, we have to provide equipment to our trainees and this is the one that we get for them. 
Dura Gadget record bag. Um, very similar to the high-tech, but I must admit the material quality is a lot better. It's waterproof as well, and the padding's a lot better in terms of the bag itself. Again, similarly, large central pocket, good shoulder strap, a couple of external pockets, and actually ones for keeping smaller pieces of equipment on the side. Um, it's big enough, I feel, to keep all the equipment that you need. Because actually, you don't need to carry a lot of stuff with you. You need your basic equipment, so things like a stethoscope, BP cuff, SATS probe thermometer, um, a couple of specimen bottles is always handy to keep with. In addition, it's worth keeping things like paperwork, so lettered paper from the practice if you're regularly working at some place, or the very least plain line paper if you're working as a locum, if you worry about carrying those kind of things. Question whether you carry a prescription pad with you. Personally, I'm not a big fan of that because I don't like the prospect of keeping prescriptions with me. And if you were to do that, it's important you have a safety mechanism in place to track those prescriptions if need be. So ideally signing in and signing out would be the best option. Because of EPS and that kind of stuff, I personally feel I don't need to really carry a prescription with me. But if I'm doing a late night visit where there may be an issue, I will sign one out and keep a record of the prescription number so that I've got that if needs be. In addition, um, many people carry certain medications and drugs with them. Uh, what you carry is always a, a question of debate. I think that's determined based on where you're working. So com it's completely different if you're going to be in a city compared to a rural practice. Um, but, you know, I think the basics would obviously be things like um, salbutamol spray would be handy, GTN spray, aspirin. Um, and that may be it apart from benzyl penicillin. One thing to remember, if you're carrying that piece of equipment, though, that you need to have a sharps box with you, so small sharps box, which I've got one in my bag just here. Um, but getting the really small ones is a bit tricky at the moment, but worth carrying with you at those times. Also, if you're doing things like flu jabs and that kind of stuff during flu season. These are all the types of bags I've used over my time in practice. There are a variety of other ones that you can consider. So a lot of people prefer the harder bags, so either pilot cases or kind of makeup bags or tool chests and stuff. They have the clear benefit that you can sit on them. So when you're visiting patients, you know, they could provide a perch for you to sit on if, if you don't want to sit in the patient's home for whatever reason that may be. Um, and also can be a bit more robust in terms of their use. I would always recommend that you've got a bag that's easy to carry. Alternately, many people, so companies like Kipling or Mulberry make really good bags that can actually be used quite easily and effectively and because of the multiple pockets make it ideally suitable for practice use. Um, an interesting one to maybe keep an eye out, there's a company called Ayasu that's specifically going to be designing bags for clinicians. Um, they've got some interesting stuff and they're working on it at the moment. Not out at the moment, but due out soon. So maybe worth keeping an eye out for those. Whatever you have though, what I would recommend that you have is basically a bag that has ideally four different types of pockets. So a main central pocket to keep your equipment, side pocket for your, your paperwork and that kind of things. Third pocket for things like medications and you know if you need to carry those kind of things mainly so it's compartmentalized and it's easy to access. It's always worth having a fourth pocket for things like specimen pots or better yet, you know, simple little snack or something. You know, particularly if you're a locum, having those access to those kind of things is really important and stuff. So guys, that's visit bags that I've covered in from my perspective. I'm interested to know what you guys think and what is your preference when it comes to a visit bag. Are you a hard case bag or are you a soft bag in terms of your preference? What's more important to you? Is it portability? Is it functionality? Or is it style? You can tell for me it's not style. But hey, those who know me, I'm, I'm always about function over form. 
guys, if you want to contact me, feel free to do so. I'd always love to hear your comments and your critique of these videos. And please make sure you subscribe. Make sure you get this content first and foremost is really important to me. So we're on all of our platforms, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and obviously on the podcast and stuff. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And as always, make sure you continue to follow us. We're here at EGP Learning, saving you and your patients time by tech enhancing your primary care and learning. See you in the next video.